This is exactly right. Are you listening to Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer? The show has something for everybody, whether you're single and dating, in a relationship, maybe you're currently driving to divorce court. Nicole is wonderful, and she's been single for decades, and she can't figure out why. So on Why Won't You Date Me, she's on a quest to figure out how to be less awful at dating. She interviews comedians and celebrities about their love lives. I mean, I've been on the show, sorry, but I have. Trixie Mattel, Lacey Mosley, Paul F. Tompkins. New episodes release every Friday. Listen to Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer wherever you get your podcasts. Perfectly clear when you're a guest in my home. You gotta come to me empty handed. I said, No gifts, your presence is present enough. And I already had too much stuff. So, how do you dare disobey me? Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. We're in the backyard. It's the dead of winter. Uh, this is the first podcast of the new year, which is very exciting. We're just absolutely bursting into 2023. Who knows what'll happen? Who cares? Let's get into the podcast. I just think today's guest is so funny. It's Colton Dunn. Hey, what's up, man? Colton, welcome to I Said No Gifts. It's uh, great to be here. Are you, temperature-wise, are you okay? Uh, like, do I have a fever? Do you, yeah. <laughs> I can get <laughs> I a thermometer if, yeah, if needed. Yeah, I feel a little funky all day. <laughs> uh, nah, man, I'm great. It, it's I'm actually, from Minnesota, so this isn't cold for me. Uh, are you going back to Minnesota during the winter Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> There's no chance. It sounds so appealing. No shot. <laughs> Do you get back to Minnesota at all? Uh, you know, I, I, I you would usually go back once a year, probably beginning of the summer. Okay. Um, you know, obviously COVID kind of cut into a mm. couple of those, and work has cut into some. But I'll be back soon. Okay. Okay. But not during the winter. Definitely. Not. It, that, uh, there's no reason. Do you demand family come here? I don't have to demand it. This is Southern California, <laughs> man. There. Banging down the door. <laughs> I don't know. But I still struggle to get anybody. Maybe it's just my oh, personality. Yeah. Maybe that's my problem. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've ever, I will say to get people out here the first time is sometimes tough. But right. once somebody comes out here like in November, in the winter, and they see how we're rolling. They, there's no denying it. There's no denying it, man. So when you have family come out, do they stay with you? Do, they stay, do you like them to stay at a hotel? Uh, you know, I, I actually had a rule. Probably like 35, 36, mm-hmm. I made a rule that parents stay at the hotel. Oh, God bless. So I, I just, I was like, you know what? Whatever space I have, and, or if I you know, had a girlfriend or whatever, I just wanted to have the space. Right. Um, but now I have uh, a son. Okay, right. Um, and so it is, now they, they could stay in the house all they want. <laughs> as, long as, they, as long as they'll play with my son so I can oh, yeah. do something of else. Course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, but uh, we have a fun setup, though, because both my wife and I's parents have, like, continued to travel through COVID. You know, they didn't want to stop seeing us, and so they would kind of stay in their bubble, 
you know, throughout all that. And then uh, one of them bought a casita, oh. which is like a little trailer that they live, uh, they pull off the back of their truck. And uh, my uh, mom and stepdad got this thing called a go tent, which is like just basically this, this, it just looks like a little thing, but then it opens up into this big you tent kind of just with like a table in the, the middle. And, yeah. Oh, interesting. It's great. So your parents are doing a lot of camping then? They are. They're like camp their way because both my, my wife's parents are also from living in Minnesota. So, oh, okay. So everybody's doing the same route and they, they just camp along the way. Oh, that's uh, so exciting. Not in the winter, though. The winter, if they travel right. out here, it's got to be a flight. Have you stayed in the go tent? I haven't, but I looked in it, man. I can't wait to stay in one of those. It looks <laughs> great. I love camping. Does it, uh, like, does the go tent require any of the normal tent things of like uh, staking it to the ground or any of those? Uh, I mean, you definitely. You have some things if you want to secure it, but it's on sort of a stand. It's on something, you know, so it's already raised off the ground probably two and a half feet. Oh. You know, uh, it has like steps that go up into it, and then it kind of opens up. Like if you imagine a, um, you know, sort of like an oval, like an apple, or okay. an apple, like an egg, all right? And then just cut that egg in half and lift up that half, <laughs> but then just imagine the yolk opening up into like a tent. This so, uh, metaphor is doing go. nothing for me visually. Okay, but I'm sure the listeners out there are they like, all know whoa, exactly I gotta get me this thing. <laughs> I'm just imagining an egg seeping into the ground. It's, uh, uh, But uh, this does sound like a new step up from the tent. Maybe I'll look into that. It's like a step up from a tent. You pull it behind your car. Very lightweight. Oh, you pull it behind your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they like back it up into the driveway, and then we put it up there. Okay, I'm starting to put the pieces together in my mind. It sounds more and more appealing. It's great. It's great. And you're so you are a big camper, though. I love camping. Yeah, yeah. How often are you going camping? Uh, not as often as I used to, because uh, again, like I said, I have a kid now, so right. it's a little harder to to get out. But I took him camping for the first time this last Memorial Day weekend. Of where did you go? We went up to Big Bear Lake. Oh, lovely. And we stayed uh, just a little bit away from Big Bear Lake, up a mountain in this like old Boy Scout. It was an old Boy Scout camp. Oh, and it still had like, yeah, it still had like the buildings for like where they would meet up at and all this stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. But then what they've done though is they've kind of converted into this sort of ranch. And in the middle, there's this huge prairie in the middle of the property, and it's full of wild horses. Oh, my God. This sounds magical. It's very magical. So all day, you're just like hanging out. Like in most campgrounds, you're just looking at the other people camping. Right. Just like like kind of burning their garbage. Yeah. (laughs) But here, you're looking at wild horses like running through a valley with mountains behind it. (sighs) What is this place? It's beautiful. Holcomb Holcomb Valley Ranch. Do you get to interact with the horses? Uh, no, you shouldn't enter. They're wild horses. You should wow. not interact with them. <laughs> <laughs> Where did they like uh, transport these wild horses to the valley, or were they just there uh, dancing I don't around? Know the horses' journey. I'm not quite sure how they got there. <laughs> I don't know if maybe they were always there, and it's just like no, those horses have always been here, or somebody brought them in. Wild horses there. are fascinating. Oh man, couldn't drag me away. <laughs> you really don't get to see a horse in a wild setting ever. Yeah. Except for this valley. Oh man! It, and and, and the, my favorite thing that I didn't know is they like make a lot of they like chatter at night. Oh, so like just as the sun goes down, they're like, like neighing, neighing and doing it, but like loud, loud neighing like back to each other and you know doing some kind of night communication. Fascinating. Yeah, a wild horse is interesting because I think if I were to encounter a horse in the wild, I wouldn't be scared. But like if you see a wild dog in the uh, out in nature, of course you're sure. terrified. Oh yeah, I mean I think if you. S- if a horse was acting like a wild, like if a, a wild horse ran up to you aggressively, I think you'd be very scared. I mean, 
They're tall. I mean, they could be like 10 feet tall. Massive animals. Yeah. <laughs> they probably weigh a, a ton. Is that how much a horse weighs? Oh, I have no idea, man. It's probably it's uh, over 500 pounds. It must be. I mean, it's got to be over 500 pounds. I'd definitely <laughs> give them that. <laughs> um, wow. So, uh, but it's uh, so it was a Boy Scout campground. Were you, you, but now it was not. But there were still some of the facilities, which, like you said, like haunted. Like, yeah, that's part of me kind of thinking that, like, man, this. Like a lot of a lot of like youth, you know, terror is probably right. just like soaked into the ground of like the guy who's like, I got you got to shoot the bow and arrow next, you know, like <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna look like a loser. Yeah, I feel like a, like an active Boy Scout camp is scary. Uh, yeah. Like one that's been deserted is even more horrifying. Oh to me. yeah. Were you ever a Boy Scout? No, 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 I did. I did. Um, what was it called? It was something before Cub Scouts. It was like. I don't even remember what it was like bangles or something. Ty- maybe Tiger Scouts. Oh, that's I'm very not sure cute. what it was. It was like it was like little kids, and I remember I did that, and I I like going outside. That was great, mm-hmm. you know. That was fun, but um, uh, yeah, just I think we were also broke. I think it cost money at some point. I feel like there was just like dumb things. You're, like you're buying the shirt. Yeah, it was just like stuff where it was like you know we you know we we lived on a budget, and there's just you know it's like. Okay, we're, you can go outside anywhere. Go go outside right <laughs> you now. You can learn to tie a knot in yeah. any environment. <laughs> Here, I'll show you how to tie a knot. Actually, I can't. I that's untrue of me. I can't tie a single knot. Really? I'm so bad. You at tie t- your shoes. My younger sister taught me to tie my shoes. She knew how to tie her shoes before, before I did. You didn't. Oh, mortifying. Most kids, I think, learn in preschool, kindergarten. Yeah, I think so. I can't even. I can't remember when I learned how to tie my shoe. I was first grade, and it was my sister in kindergarten that finally had to take the reins and show me how to tie my shoes. Oh I my don't, goodness! So were you just asking people to tie them every? Time? Of course. Yeah. At school, uh, I had my like the people I would rely on. Jenny, will you tie my <laughs> shoes? <laughs> uh, I mean, if my sister hadn't stepped in, I'd probably be asking you to tie my shoes tonight. Oh yeah, that would have been awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, I'm going to ask a guest at some point to tie my shoes. <laughs> Get down and tie my shoes. Um, no, a thing that's interesting to me, I feel like as a kid, your shoes are constantly coming untied. Oh, 100%. I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't remember when I learned how to tie my shoes. I don't remember tying my shoes most of the time. I just wow. remember sticking my shoes on and running out of the house. And I'm sure at some point somebody yelled at me or, right. like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, oh, and I'd like loosely tie them and continue running. But now as an adult, my shoes are never untied. Is it because I've become a better... I never walk out of the house without my shoes tied, right? But I don't feel like I'm like walking around and I notice my shoe has come untied like I would until 10th grade. You know, every day of my life I was looking down, oh, my shoes are untied. Now, maybe I've just become that proficient at tying my shoes. I mean, I'll be honest. I looked down when you said it and I was like, what is this guy talking about? This is... (laughs) A masterpiece down here. I mean, they're absolutely gorgeous, and you've you've done a decent job yourself. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, but these were already tied. Actually, I I, I just slipped my feet in. If uh, I've got a low top shoe, I'm currently yeah. wearing a high top, yeah. which is a nightmare yeah. to you can't even get it. on your you can't foot. Can't do it with a high top. But every other shoe is just permanently tied for me, yeah. and I'm destroying the back of the shoe by pulling it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, yeah. it's like caved in. That kind of thing. You know Those are the breaks. <laughs> Uh, New Year's resolutions. Have you ever yeah. had one stick? No. Never had a New Year's <laughs> resolution stick. I, I, I stopped making them a few years back. Do you? Can you I recall mean, I, the last one you tried to... I mean, it was like, you know, be healthier. You know, like it was... <laughs> <laughs> like, it's always like, you know, work out, uh, do something. And I, and I still do that, but I never, you know, stuff just gets in the way, you know. Right. Like, uh, 
Yeah, so I'm just not big on resolutions. If other people, if they work for other people, I think they're great motivators. I think, if anything, a lot of times they're great ways to learn moderation. Sure. For people. When sure, they, for when like they three weeks. Yeah, like three weeks they don't do it, and then they go back to do whatever they're doing. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's more about, uh, I just get excited about a new year, you know, and like just that. that. What it's got in store for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I've been told that the key to a successful resolution is to be specific with the goals. And I actually think that's the way, at least for me, the way to fail it immediately. I need a real broad, just kind of a suggestion of life Big target. You're looking for a big target. Something like, you know... Be healthy. Be healthy. Yeah. See, there you go. And I'll hit that. And and, and to be honest, I, I, you know, I, I guess I kind of hit that. I'm always been a little bit healthier. Yeah. And every it's so almost every year since I haven't made a New Year's resolution. I've oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the last New Year's resolution that actually worked for me was hike more. So there was no like hike every day or yeah. for, it was just uh, at that time I think I didn't hike at all. So just okay. by hiking simply once, you had already achieved it I'd for the whole the, year. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a huge confidence boost, so I probably hiked once a month that year. Oh, that's it was, good. So I suggest people not do a specific thing. Yeah. I mean, unless it's like quit smoking. That's that's a good one. That feels that, like a that's nice a good, good one. one. But also, you know, you got to build up to that. You got to be ready to do it. Right. Like, uh, I think a lot of people will be like, you know, probably like at a New Year's party, like polishing off their second pack of cigarettes. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? I'm going to quit tomorrow. And it's <laughs> like, luck. oh, man, I, you know, don't set yourself up for failure. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Keep going for, for the goal. But <laughs> one, one foot in front of the other. Yeah, that's like a new decade resolution or mm-hmm. something. That's not it's a, a bad home. idea. New decade resolution. I like that. Then I'm, I'm shooting for 2030 for my next life improvement. That seems tough. Yeah, uh, that, that almost is more stressful for some reason. Yeah, thinking about <laughs> seven years from now is uh, making me panic. And also, I think that the time of year that you make a New Year's resolution, you're exhausted from the last month. It's January. It's kind of a dark, slow. It seems like a bad time to be setting goals for yourself. I think so, because you're probably, you know, stewing over the bad stuff. Right. You know, you're not like, uh, you know, which is good. I think at the end of the year, you got to process the year, so it's good to think it through. But, yeah, I think... uh, Maybe it's too big of a swing against all your demons at the end of the yeah, year, you know? Right. I mean, try to take them all out with one resolution. Yeah, wake up sick to your stomach on <laughs> January 1st and try to change your life. That feels, it should be March or April when you start thinking about yeah, these things. Spring is it. here. You write it in a little envelope, you send it out, <laughs> and you open it. It in comes the spring. back to, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I've got a lot of big thoughts on resolutions. We yeah. could rehab it. Let's just change it up. I think it's time to change we're, it up. We're so stuck in like our traditions, in our stupid old ways yeah. that some horrible <laughs> ancestor thought of. Back when they were, you know, farming or whatever, they were bored to death. It was that little baby. It's that little baby that they always that show us. That horrible little yeah. baby. The New Year's yeah. baby. What? What is his name? It's not... Baby Huey? <laughs> is that I true? Know. I don't know. I think Baby <laughs> Huey's just like a famous old baby or there something. There is a famous baby named Baby <laughs> Huey, I feel like. Yeah. I hope that he didn't have a dark end. I, um, <laughs> oh, baby geez, Huey does seem like a... <laughs> But there, but there is the New Year's baby, and it's wearing a top hat. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah, 100%. Annalisa wearing a top yes. hat, in a diaper, like ready to go. I feel like maybe he's smoking a cigar. That, <laughs> that might not be true. Uh, and then there's all... Is Father Time also part of New Year's? Oh, I don't know. Kind of a know. scary old wizard That old looking. man with a long Gandalf yes. beard? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is, he, is, is Father Time... 
Wait, Father Time, Father Christmas. There's certainly a Baby Father Christmas. Baby New Year. Baby Huey New Year. Mother Earth. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I'm I'm lost. Father Time to <laughs> me is kind of an Uncle Sam type figure. Yes. Kind of a like frail, <laughs> ugly old man with a beard that kind of has no yeah. place in our but uncle sam's like yeah go get him like he's he's That's kind of a, he's like a six flags guy you know like <laughs> he looks way too frail to have that much energy and that <laughs> yeah. level of aggression he oh, should be like yeah. sick no, on a he's couch he's always walking around high stepping at the parade you know he's he's got a an incredible set of legs i think we can say <laughs> yeah, that uncle it. he shows uncle him off man <laughs> He has legs for days. Legs for days. Uh, father time. Yeah, there are all these kind of. Uh, they're kind of like the D-rate uh, myth- mythological characters. I know. I love them. I love those characters, though. Those are the good ones. Yeah, we have Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny, and then we have all these yeah, other all just the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> baby Huey, etc. And again, hopefully, we're not talking about some historical baby Huey that. Yeah, like fell in a well or something. Right. Yeah, like it. I don't think so. I'm fairly certain it's like a. Yes, there's something funny, else going like, on there. Yeah. Maybe it's part of like Greek I feel like mythology. Like my grandpa talking about Baby Huey. At baby some point. Huey. Honestly, <laughs> are you doing any research on Baby Huey? He's just Baby New Year. Is this the name? But yeah, the 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 plot of I think it's Rudolph is that Father Time is involved. They have to go find Baby New Year and rescue him. That's Rudolph. Yeah. That's not the Rudolph story oh, I know. The claymation one. Yeah, the claymation. Oh, in the one. New Year claymation. Yeah. Like that's the story in the yes. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. Not in the Chris, not in the but it's the same people. Wait, there's a Rudolph New Year's oh, Yeah, right? It's like show? Is it's the for, uh, Nobody's seen this. Oh, I th- I'm fairly certain. But there's also the Rudolph where he goes to the Isle of Misfit Toys. That's, that's, that's a different like, movie. That's the that's like the, the main classic. one. That's right. that's the Christmas one. And then there was a, a And then there's a, there's a Frosty the Snowman one, I think. And yes. there's a New Year's one. And the New Year's one was apparently not well received. I I mean, certainly not by me. I've never even heard of this. I know. I mean, I don't know uh, how, what what's its rating. It's from the 1976 <laughs> holiday special Rudolph's Shiny New Year. So it must have been a sequel of some sort. Oh yes. wow, they're yeah. trying to cash in and nobody cared. That's yeah. a shame. Well, you there can. You go. Rudolph does one thing. You can't have him saving New Got Year's. Out ahead of his nose. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, speaking of self improvement and trying to be a better person. Yeah. I was so excited that you were going to be on the podcast. I thought Colton's so funny. <laughs> Seems like a nice guy. He'll come. We'll chat. We'll move into 2023 with a clean, bright future ahead of us. 100%. So I was a little surprised. I was a little. I, I I was a little uncomfortable to see you coming up into the backyard holding what is clearly this podcast. And let's just be clear. The listener might just be catching up. The podcast is called I Said No Gifts. Yeah. And here you are holding a gift. Uh, do you have anything to say? Uh, Merry Christmas, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I okay, sure. Uh, it's a, a cute, very cute wrap on this box. Should I open it here on the podcast? Yeah, go for it. I think those are LOL dolls, maybe. Or what are like LOL that? dolls? Those, that's those, those are the characters, right? Are there. they kind of like a new Bratz? Yeah, they're kind of like that, I think. Is this a is I've never heard of an LOL dolls. They're uh, I think that's what those are called. Wow, I've really followed just on the wrapping times. paper. Where did you get this wrapping paper? 
Uh, ordered it. From, from the Amazon. LOL doll store. Yeah. <laughs> We're all on there looking oh, at the yeah, things. Man. I mean, we could... they got a great website. I found it. It was on it. came up in like Instagram. You know how it goes. Like, <laughs> you have those targeted it, Hit the link tree. And, you know, before you know it, I, I recently fell for my first targeted ad. And I'm so oh, ashamed. Did? Oh. I didn't yeah, think they'd man. ever get me. I'm deep into it, man. I have <laughs> I have like a survival backpack at my house, man. <laughs> it's bad, dude. Is it for like earthquakes? It's for anything. They're like, hey, you never know when you're going to need this backpack full of a bunch of stuff, right? Of expired food. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I clicked on it. I was like, this backpack looks real cool. This guy's <laughs> running through a, a, a creek. You know, and this one came motion. to you targeted. Uh, it was a targeted ad when I was probably looking for like camping supplies. Oh, or something sure. Like that. I think that's not a bad idea to have something like that. It's good. I mean, I... But this is, uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, it's great. It's, it's wonderful. Okay, I'm going to open the uh, LOL dolls wrapping here. Okay. Okay. Now, is this what it, I, is this the, or is it something inside here? Yeah, this is this it. Is, you, so this, you've given me some beautiful Christmas lights. Yeah. Colorful Christmas yeah. lights. Yeah. Okay, why? Uh. It's almost Christmas. Everybody needs a little bit of light, you know. And uh, I put up—I just put up some lights on my tree. It's one of my favorite things to do every year. I always, right. And uh, I just added some to uh, my backyard. Okay. Just kind of put a little bit on. Uh, I have a similar type thing here, uh, like an over like, like a pergola type thing in it. And uh, I just strung them up there. Gives a nice glow so at charming. the end of the night and the holidays. And, you know, we don't really get a lot of the seasons here. So bringing a little bit of the Minnesota winter to you with the glow of some Christmas lights. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Now, when you're decorating your house with Christmas lights, do you do the rest of the house? Do you hire somebody to do the house or do you just leave the house alone? I'm still doing it. I, I do it. You do I'm, it all. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. It does. It's not like super extravagant, but I did like do the whole like line, the whole, uh, you know, gutter wow. of the front of my place. Um, not the second uh, second floor, but um, yeah. How long so does I, that I think take? at some point I'll I'll probably hire somebody if I it if I have so the means to do it. To me, dangerous. Yeah, are you doing it completely uh, alone? I, yeah, I did it on my own. You're on a ladder. Yeah, I mean I'm on a ladder. I guess uh, you know I, I don't know. I'm not that high up. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. That seems very risky to me. <laughs> okay. And uh, how do you plan it? I, I that's the other thing. How do you know how many lights you need for the roof? Uh, you know, you don't. You know, you're just buying. Too I, uh, many I kind of looked at it and uh, you know, sort of, kind of eyeballed it. And uh, have you been doing it for this for a while, or is this, this the first time I've decorated this house? Because okay. I, I I bought this house a few years ago, and I wasn't in town last Christmas, All so right. this was the first Christmas I was really able to. And do you feel like your neighborhood? Everybody gets the decorations. A few people up? do. Okay. It's like every couple houses has like they do serious decorations. Oh, yeah. does yeah. it feel competitive? Uh, I think. I, it looks like it does. I'm not going to get into that because I, you know, it's like I, I'm I'm fine putting it up, but I just, um, you know, I, I don't want to do overdo it. Right. Like when I see the ones that are like too much, it's like unless my whole street was doing that, it was something that we're like, we're all going to do it. So you're a joiner. I'll join in if it if if everybody's <laughs> like we got to really do this, then I'd you know be like, oh, right, we'll hire somebody, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if it's just going to be like me putting them up, I'm not going to compete with, you know, the guy down the street who like turned his house to a gingerbread house, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> that, I can't imagine the amount of time that takes. Uh, it, it just, it takes too, about too, too much time. 
But I I wonder if it's a sort of thing where like a couple of years from now, the high of putting up the lights won't be enough for you. You're going to ha- want to add a ne- an extra element. And then, you know, that's just going to build and build and build. That's possible. I think I, I actually think it's going to be the opposite. I think <laughs> I think it's like every year it's going to pare down. Get more and more tired. This time <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, we're not going to put the Frosty the Snowman, you know. Inflatable. Yeah, what inflatable do you think thing. about the inflatable things? Would you put one of those in your I yard? I got two of them, man. You I have got, two yeah, of them. Yeah, I have a Frosty the Snowman. I got a Santa Claus with a reindeer. Now, <laughs> do you, did you put those up? Well, yeah, but they're just you just plug them in and and then like they, the fan blows yeah, into it or yeah, whatever. Just... <laughs> That's very exciting. Does your kid like them? He loves them. That's why they're okay, there. Okay, yeah. right, right. <laughs> he absolutely loves them. Yeah, I feel like uh, as someone without children, uh, there may never be any Christmas joy at my home. I mean, we oh. have the Christmas tree. Okay. You got some lights. I mean, I've got these lights now. We were just talking about what color of lights do you have on your tree? Uh, I have well, it's um, I have a tree, I have a fake Christmas tree. Okay. Um, that's from, I forget the name of the company. They're a great Christmas targeted tree Targeted ad, I assume. This was not a targeted ad. This was, a, it was a, the people who get Christmas trees for TV. Oh. So I was talking to like a set designer and they were like, oh yeah, this is the company that we get the trees from. And I was like, oh, let me check that out. And they do, they do like Hallmark movie trees, like all all the movies. beautiful trees on cable. And so, uh, so I got one of those. And so the lights are, they can either be all white lights and then I push a button and it's uh, colored lights. You get the option. Yeah. And then I can push another button and it's the white lights and the colored lights. That's incredible. (laughs) Yeah. I've never thought about that, but the, um, Trees on TV are all fake, and they all look gorgeous. Bal- Balsam Hill. I th- Balsam Hill. That sounds pleasant. Kind of a hidden valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so you've got both options. Yeah, we put, uh, we've had white lights, and I've decided they're kind of a bummer. Oh, yeah? I, I don't know. It's just... When you have the option throw to have... Throw these guys on there. I'm not just putting these on there. I just decorated the tree. Just throw these in there. Throw them in the mix, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's going to be pure chaos. No, you, you always think so until you turn them on, my man. You, th- this is coming from somebody with a fancy Hollywood tree <laughs> designed by Lucasfilm or something. You can switch colors uh, at the touch of a switch. I mean, that feels like something that we should all have access to at this point. I think it would be fair. I mean, I think it's like universal income and tree that changes lights. Thank you. Get the squad on it. Um, I We did recently, I finally convinced my boyfriend to get a fake tree, and it has absolutely saved the relationship. It's so great. I mean, what a you breeze. Know, I, I, get, I get the experience of going out maybe... In a few years, you know, kids are older or whatever, you know, we'll go out to like, so you can like see the tree. And Before it's get, cut down, that kind of thing. Yeah, maybe, but or even, you know, get a new, it smells nice in the house, you That's know. That's a one thing it's really, miss. You know, that could be great, but yeah, I, overall, if you have people running around all the time and mm-hmm. you gotta do a lot, already got to do a lot of cleaning, right? Right. It's like, why just add something that's just... Vacuuming up needles, <laughs> yeah. making and the watering of it is such uh, a nightmare. Having oh, to yeah. crawl under the tree, and then you feel bad if you like messed up the watering of it, right? Like, of course, you're like this thing that we just brought in to enjoy, and we've just murdered it. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, and then it's so sad at the end too, right? Just like oh. wrap it in that big bag and just leave it on the street, and like that whole <laughs> that trail of needles that like all the way down your pad or your driveway. Yeah. It's so sad. And you're like, let me make a resolution. <laughs> 
right. I've just drained my entire house of joy, and now I have to think, think hopeful thoughts. No, it's no good. Um, so these, this fancy tree you got, is it? How do you put it together? Is it like the three comes pieces? in two pieces? Oh, two pieces comes in two pieces, and like one, you know, the, the wider base, and then you just stick the uh, top part on, and then you uh, kind of like tease out the. The, the branches right. and like I love it, the teas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very fun. And then uh, that's the that's the other fun thing about the you know the fake trees. Like you can kind of adjust it. You to be you can, a little designer. You want to hang stuff on it. You can like move it around so uh-huh. that things are hanging, not just you know all over the place. And yeah, plug it in. It's good to go. I mean, I, I got it a few years ago. It was in storage all last year. Pulled it out this year. Popped it open. It looked brand new. It was it's, um, unbelievable. It's the best. I can't recommend that sort of thing enough. Balsam Hills. Balsam Hills. I think that's what it's called. It sounds like a tree if, company. If it's it, not, uh, that did could you be. A... Yeah, Balsam Hill. Wow. Yeah, Balsam Hills gets a big recommendation. Uh, but I'm now thinking of creating an invention, and I bet somebody has, uh, like a very long, uh, what is it, a snout or a, s- what, uh, on a watering can. They need an oh. extremely long one for Christmas trees. Yes. Oh, yeah, to get in there and... Right. That must be an invention, right? I'm sure there's something you could use, or you could use like one of those uh, shoehorns, those really long shoehorns, <laughs> and just pour some <laughs> As water a on top water of it, like a luge. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Okay. Uh, I'm putting that in my back pocket as an invention. <laughs> Do you have any Christmas uh, traditions that you celebrate? Uh, I mean, just the usual opening up presents in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not religious at all, so you know right. it's very just much kinda... just about like probably something that I kind of slowly stopped doing, and now just have kind of gotten more into it with a kid and right. trying to find those moments to have uh, rituals and memories mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, and it's also one of those things where it'd be it's way too hard to like not go along. Right. Go along with it. You right, know, it's, totally. It's, just, it's like Disney, you know? Like it's We're all just trapped. You in get it. there and you start doing it and it's like, you know what, just go with it and you'll have a good time. Don't fight it's it. just you know. So we get up in the morning, open up some presents. Mm-hmm. That sounds I lovely. like having a day where I don't have to worry about emailing anybody oh, or caught making it, you know, a call except for obviously family calls, but uh you know, it's it's nice just to have those kind of days. Right. It's raining really hard. Is that okay, Annalise? I think we just talk about it, man. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think it sounds great. It's raining. I'm sure you guys, I don't know if you guys can hear it or not, but it's beautiful. Yeah, we are sitting in under... Uh, fortunately, we have some covering, and we're surrounded by Los Angeles rain, which is yeah. a rare sight. It's very rare, much needed, great to see. Yeah. Okay, so but back to Christmas for a moment. Do you and your wife get each other presents? Sure. Are you? Yeah. Do you have any ideas for what you're getting her this year? Um... Jeez, when is this one coming out? Uh, Post Christmas. All right. Uh, so this can be a uh, well. well keep this a is secret. I think this is going to be. It's and it may be end up being more for our son, but I know she she's talked about it a lot, and it's something that I'm like don't want to do. But uh, it's a piano. Oh, nice! I mean, that's I mean, such a big, beautiful present. Yeah, I mean, my you know I don't like clutter, right? And I'm like. Very worried that this piano is just going to be a a, a a shelf for more <laughs> random stuff, you know. I mean, that, um, get a baby grand and <laughs> just have that the top always pushed yeah, up. Yeah, well then it, then it'll just get shoved into the wires. <laughs> just laundry. <laughs> yeah, it's a great place to dry your socks. But yeah, I think that's what I think that's what I'm going to do. Do you have I your eye on a certain type of piano? You know, I there's ones that I've looked at, but you know, in um in a relationship. 
gift giving can be so hard. Oh, you know, and it's like something like a piano has like such an aesthetic mm-hmm. that is kind of in the eye of the beholder. So like if so I'm, I'm what I'm trying to figure out is if I could do like some kind of gift certificate oh, at like Steinway right. Co or like something that's a directed gift certificate. Drive down to the piano and then, showroom and then, and then let her kind of pick up on the aesthetic that she wants instead of me trying to pick it and be like, Hey, and her being like, it's, uh, it is a piano, but look you know. at this thousand pound piece of furniture <laughs> yeah. I bought you that you don't like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's, it's also hard to make that a surprise. I g- yes. Yeah. 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 Well, There's yeah, no that would be, be a very heavy one. I'd have to be late at night. And, and then you've got a sheet over bow. it or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you play the piano? No. Does she play the all. piano? I, I think so. I mean, I've seen her, I've seen <laughs> I know she did when I she was so. younger, and I've seen her like play around on uh, different things, and she she really wants to do it. So okay, so she's been she's expressed interest yeah, in at least yeah she's expressed interest a little in bit of and, tickling the ivories, this kind of thing, you know. And I like I I love the sound of a piano. Of course, well, if it was around, I'm sure I'd you know try to learn as much as I could. I'm you know I'm an older guy, so I don't know. How. Take a lesson. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll take a lesson. Hire a piano teacher. Do you think she's going to hire a piano teacher? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's also a lot of like online That's instruction true. these days too. So yeah, you just get a YouTube video and yeah. somebody will talk you through it. Interesting. Do you play any instruments? Uh, I can play a little guitar. Oh, nice. Where did you learn to play guitar? Just it, you know, dude just school. <laughs> <laughs> dude academy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do you play? Do you play it actively? Do you own a guitar, or is it uh, something you just bother people with when you see one? I've always had a guitar, but recently I've started playing a little bit more. I play like a couple of times a day or something. Oh, wow. I'd be like, just play a few songs. But uh, what kind of songs are you playing? There's so. It's usually stuff that my son wants to hear. So, like, there's this song called The Weller Man. Okay. What is this? It's like this sea shanty song. Oh. Um,. I think I may have heard it on like TikToks at some point. Okay. But uh, it's, you know. It's he likes this song, um, and it's about a whaling ship, I think. And then, um, <laughs> and then Sesame Street did a cover of a uh, what's that guy's song? I'm yours. I'm yours. I don't know uh, that song. Jason Mraz, oh. I think is his name. Okay, yeah, you know, sure. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Sesame okay. Street. Oh. There you go. So Sesame Street did a, a version of that called "Let's Go Outdoors" or something. Okay. <laughs> I think he does it too. He sings it. <laughs> So I, I've, I've like learned the chords to that okay. because he likes that song a lot. So stuff like that. I'm not crazy about this path you're going down with the guitar. I mean, it's just I don't I don't like really sit and sing the songs. Right. I'm just like practicing moving my fingers in the onto the chords uh-huh. and like trying to like find the same rhythm of the song and mm-hmm. then playing it for him and he gets all excited because sure. he can hear that and then sees it on the. You know. Yeah, it's this live version of the TV. Yeah. Wow, Jason Mraz does kind of have a Muppety feel to him. I mean, what I'm I guess, picturing yeah. is kind of a Muppet type person. He's in the he's in the Sesame Street thing, and he's just <laughs> kind of like bopping along and singing with the Muppets. He seems like a nice guy. I mean, you know. sure, he, I'm sure he is. Sure, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the jury's out, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I, I, what, have you, I, what do you know about this guy? Because he's guy singing to my kid. Just all what the I've time. overheard in the grocery store. You know, blasting oh. through the Ralph speakers or whatever. Oh, I don't. What are his other songs? I don't know. I'm yours. <laughs> That's the song. I'm telling you, that's the same one. But he's going outdoors. He's like, 
let's go outdoors. Dee 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 dee. That's a perfect child song. The kids love it, and then he wants to go outside. You know, so I love it. It's got a positive message. Like I play that, he gills outside, and I'm good to go. How old's your kid? Uh, he's almost three. Okay. Oh, that's a great age to be l- listening to dad playing the guitar, watching Sesame Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's 17. <laughs> <laughs> he just got back from college. <laughs> yeah, he just moved back in. I mean, you know, he's, <laughs> these days, housing is tough. Um, okay, so you can play the guitar. I, you should be easily be able to pick up the piano. The guitar is so hard to learn to play. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not like I don't. You know, all I know is like how to do the chords on the guitar. So I don't. Yeah, really but know how like, to, like do, learning like, the, to form the, cor- the scales chords or anything requires like that. a lot of you. You know, you've got the dedication. You've got. We'll, the, we'll see the musicality. Maybe I'll get the present, and it'll end up being a gift for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe your wife will absolutely hate it. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Well, I've got these Christmas lights. I, uh, maybe I should decorate one of the trees in the backyard or something. I think that's a great idea. These are indoor-outdoor lights, so you can uh, oh, decide where they go. Do they make exclusively indoor lights? Indoor lights? Oh, for sure. What's yeah. the, what, why wouldn't they just make all of them indoor-outdoor at this point? I think there's just a little bit of weather protection, and then an indoor light can have like a, a thinner wire and you know maybe be a more delicate like actual glass fixture that okay. would like blow around and shatter. So these so. are tougher. These are a bit tougher, but they're still, but they're still, uh, you know, they're LED, but they're they're my favorite kind of Christmas lights. They're the, these little dome, soft glow colors, right? You know, they've got all of the classic colors, and we've, all, of course, in the last fifteen or twenty years, added blue. Yeah, do you remember I, when there was the shift to blue? What do you think of the blue? Not a hundred percent behind all the blue. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's never been. It I, never, weird. I never remembered it on the Christmas lights, and now until you just said it, I was like. Oh, I guess they did add it. I, 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 but I just thought, yeah, I don't know why. I was never able to find those older Christmas lights with just like. But what I used to do is just get one that's all red and one that's all green. Oh, sure, and sure. One, and then you get one that's white, and then you can just do it, and then you're real like, classic Christmas colors. Classic Christmas colors, but I like, but I like the color blue. It's just, uh, yeah, I, I need it to be softer. So that's why I like these ones because even though the blue's in there, it's just a soft, nice, glowing blue. Right, rather than like the vape shop blue. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, yeah. want to avoid takes that. You out of it. Yeah, it takes you out of the holiday seasons. Yeah. You're cranky. You're freaking out. Yeah, <laughs> you're just losing. It's it. a harsh color. <laughs> it is. A, it is a weird. It feels like a, I love blue. I like, know. Blue's I really one of my favorite colors. Blue. But this feels like science went too far. Yeah, they finally just because you could do something doesn't mean you should exactly do something. exactly yeah. playing God yep. doesn't always work out as mm-hmm. Jurassic Park has taught us over An fifteen outbreak. movies. Let's play a game. Okay, we're gonna play a game called Gift or a Curse. I need a number between one and ten from you. Uh, six. Okay, I'm, I have to do some light calculating. So, okay, while like I'm getting this. our game pieces, you can recommend something, promote something, do whatever you want with the microphone. I'll be right oh. back. All right, great. Hey, what's up, everybody? I hope you're enjoying the show, have a wonderful time, and having a great end of the year, beginning of the year. Hey, uh, if you haven't checked it out on Netflix, you could go see a show called The Recruit. I'm on it. Go check it out. Stream it. They may have already canceled it by the time you hear this, but it'll still be on Netflix forever. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah, the world of cancellation. You never know. I don't you know. You never know. 
you know, like you tell people to go see a show or something. And some of the streaming stuff, they'll like make their decision like a week after. It's like, very oh, odd. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> streaming television, uh, it's a scary time for television. Yeah. You never know when your favorite thing is just going to vanish into the night. Exactly. Um, this game is called Gift or a Curse. I'm going to name three things. Okay. You're going to tell me if they're a gift or a curse and why. And then I'm going to tell you if you're right or wrong, because there are correct answers. Okay. Does that okay. make sense? All right. All right. This uh, first one is from a listener named, I believe, Ale. Is that correct? I can't, I can't say. Maybe it was Alex at some point. Ale or Alex. I may have r- removed an X. It's hard to say. But this person with an A name suggested, gift or a curse, when people apologize in advance. For example, I'm sorry if I snap at you today. It's not you. I'm just really stressed. Is that a gift or a curse? Mm-hmm. To, to me? I mean, whatever you think. Uh, I think it's a curse. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a curse to me. It sounds like that would just, one, if somebody said that to me, that would, I'm sure they're trying to reassure me, but that doesn't reassure me. That would like stress me out. <laughs> and, and if I felt like I had to say that to someone, I'd feel like I'm just setting myself up for failure and be, being like, hey, man, I might lose it today. So look out. <laughs> All right, let's give it a shot. Like, I don't know. So that's a that's a curse for me. You got it. Of course, okay, it's a curse. Okay, it's, a, it's essentially a threat. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why don't you just control yourself? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Don't, don't start apologizing. If something, if you accidentally blow up, okay, we all completely melt down at yeah. one point. But if you're aware you're going to melt down, how about this? We all assume if it happens, we'll be apologetic yes. and be understanding. <laughs> yes. And if you're running around apologizing in advance, just have a bigger breakfast or something. Yes. Make sure you're in a better mood. Take a second. Uh, okay, so you got one out of one so far. All right. Number two, this is from someone named Connor. Okay. Gift or a curse, watching a movie for the first time with someone who has already seen it before. Oh, that's a gift for me. Why? Watching the movie for s- the first time with someone who's already seen it before? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I see what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy watching the movie with someone who hasn't seen it before, but now, for my official answer, I'll say that that's a curse when you're watching the movie with somebody who has already seen it before, and they're trying to like, oh, oh, you got to watch this, or okay, this is the this is the best part. Did, <laughs> did you hear what he just said? That's gonna come back, so you got to remember that. Yeah, that would be that would be horrible. So that that'd be a curse. Excellently played. Of course that's a curse. The pressure is so high on you. Like, you, The person usually wants you to like it. They're try- they think you're going to be impressed by the movie or whatever. So you're sitting there for two hours, uncomfortable, not in a mu- movie-watching mood. You're just worried about the social aspect of this. Uh, and, yeah, there's just the expectation of... One, not wanting to hurt their feelings or say your favorite movie's horrible. Yeah. So you don't get to form an opinion of the movie. But there is, there is a good way to be an, a partner in that. How? If you are the person who's already seen the movie and you know the person's going to enjoy the movie, like, I love that. Like, I love, like, when I get to see, like, there's, there's this movie called Err, R-R-R. Okay. Oh, I want to see that. Okay. I loved this movie, and I had this friend, and I was like, Oh, he is going to lose his shit when he watches this movie. And so I made sure to watch it with him. And 
it was the best. Like I wasn't being like, hey man, oh you got to watch this. It was just one of those things where you, when you know somebody well enough that you know that this is gonna be mm-hmm. their shit, it's really fun to watch. Like someone be like, oh yeah, yeah, I get all excited. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I, I, the way that that was worded, a hundred percent. That's the horrible situation <laughs> to be in when the person is like, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah the yeah. person showing the the movie really has to know the other person a hundred percent. Otherwise, otherwise you're setting yourself up for failure, and then there's going to be a lot of silence after the movie ends, oh. and you might not see each other again. Yeah, you may lose a friend. It may. That's just it's as, happened before. That's I'm sure. what happens. You know. Okay, you've gotten two out of two. This is very exciting. Oof, well, um, I almost lost that other one when I was like going with my heart. And I, had to... I know you did some nice thinking there. I appreciate the, the game-manship here. Uh, finally, Gift or a Curse. This is from someone named Amy. Okay. A poor memory. A poor memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, so this is, you know, one of its, you know, I'm, I'm going to take it as it literally sounds like they're talking about you have... Not an adequately operating memory mm-hmm. uh, in your brain, and not just the idea of a memory of being poor. Just like <laughs> just a mediocre a, just, memory. Just a memory that's just, yeah, a memory that just is like, eh, it's not that great. You just have like um, a random Wednesday <laughs> pop like into your mind. Always like, have one bad memory. I mean, <laughs> it wouldn't be so bad. But um, a poor memory, I mean, <laughs> well. You I, really, have a, you, I, I you have wanna, to say I really appreciate that I'm thinking it through. The, yes, I really. <laughs> <laughs> I want to win. <laughs> <laughs> very few people have won this game, so if you win, it's going to be very exciting. Oh, really? Okay. Well, huh, a poor memory. Well, if okay, so if you know that you have a poor memory, you know this is the curse. All right, you can put everything on your phone right away. Have full access to pretty much everything that you'd need to memorize. Right. I'm trying to think about this in a positive way. <laughs> So, but if you do have a poor memory, then you can always fall back on that as like a great excuse for any, any fuck up, <laughs> right? Like it is the best, like, I just don't have a good memory, man. Sorry. You know, and that, uh, eventually people are just like, yeah, just, you're going to have to remind them like this person does not have a good memory. So that like the village will rally around you and kind of carry you a little bit and then you don't have to do as much processing that would be the positive where i'd say it would be a gift if you were going to game the system (laughs) but you know nothing is more frustrating to me than not remembering something like Mm. i think whenever whenever i'm trying to remember something and i can't it is like and i especially when it's like an easy thing and i know that i know it that is a frustrating thing, and I don't like that feeling. So that feels like a curse to me. So I, I got to say that I think it would be a curse. Colton, ring the bell. You've won the game. <laughs> I think there are like four people that have won the, ever won this game. I think a memory, a poor memory, I, as someone with an absolutely terrible memory, there's no, there's no, like the, the, Scenario you were describing where you're gaming the system and manipulating everyone, it doesn't work. Nobody appreciates that you have a poor memory. They That's just true. think you're doing a bad job all the time. Fair. And if they have to constantly remind you, they resent you. Yeah. They just and then of course I'm forgetting things constantly. I can't I can remember nothing. <laughs> I the other a couple of weeks ago I had the thought, I hope science is making something that maybe they'll develop something that reactivates your mind at some point oh, and then suddenly yeah. you have this flood of memories i wonder if that's an, a scientific God, possibility jesus do you want that i, I kind of do i want to <laughs> absolutely just that to be crushed terrifying 
Can just you become imagine? immobilized by memories? <laughs> oh my god! I wonder what that would do to you physically if suddenly you just remembered everything that you've had forgotten. Oh, you probably mean, lose immediately yeah. lose fifty pounds. You're just like your body wouldn't know what to do with itself. Yeah, I mean, I think you'd have a psychotic break. I think <laughs> I think there's a reason why your memories have to take off. <laughs> but so I have so many memories that have disappeared. I'd like a few of them to come back to me. That would be good. Yeah. You, well, there's and, and, you know, and there's people who have great memories. Uh huh. You know, and like they'll be telling a story. They'll be like, Yeah, when I was in kindergarten, I did this thing, and I'm like, You gotta be kidding me. You don't remember. <laughs> that and they're like i remember it i got up at this time in the day and this is what i did and i had this kind of this character on my drink glass like (laughs) (laughs) the stuff where i'm like i don't remember anything i can remember three things from the 1990s whenever i see a picture of me as a kid it might as well be like a strange another person yeah (laughs) i have no idea what's happening in the picture (laughs) i do feel like they're i mean it's probably all like scam like pseudoscience things that where you can like train your memory or train your but uh, maybe, but I don't know if you can get stuff back. No, I, mean, I don't know if you could like reload it. I think if it's gone, it's just it's gone. just gone. That's really <laughs> a sad thing to think about. <laughs> the brain just lets it all go. What a shame! What a terrible device. Uh, well, you, I mean, you played this so excellently. Tight. Annalise, do we have any idea how many people have won won the game? Uh, you would be the eighth. Oh, eighth. Okay, okay, so a lot of people have won this game. <laughs> but out of a like, how, we've done how many? A read on that eighth. Wonderful read. <laughs> <laughs> Colton, you will have been the seventy-eighth like person. Forty-something. <laughs> so actually, it's probably more special to f- completely fail the game because all, yeah, very few people have failed. Three people have failed. So, okay. so in a way, you've lost. Uh, yeah. You kind of failed yourself here. There it is. You're now a part of an Elite Eight. Ugh, gross. <laughs> um, okay, well, excellently played regardless. This is the final segment of the podcast. Okay. It's called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com with their various problems. My listeners, After you said, you said no emails? My listeners are not only bad people, they have a ton of problems. So they storm the gates, they're dumping these emails into the inbox and just expecting answers. Would you answer a question with me? Uh, Whatever I can do to help clean out that inbox. We've got to clean out the inbox. Uh, Okay, this says, lovely Bridger, that's a nice thing, lovely Bridger and catastrophic guest. So they're insulting you right after your recent quasi-failure. Not fair. And calling me lovely. So I don't know what to do with that. But this says, I am begging for any help you can offer. I have a professor who I absolutely adore, and her uh, course has even caused me to change my major and continue on that path. She won't be teaching at my school after this semester, so I won't uh, have her as a professor again. But because she's had such an influence on me, I want to get her a small gift at the end of the semester. What is an appropriate gift that shows how much I appreciate her, but doesn't come off too strong because it's a huge class, and although she would recognize me, we haven't spoken much directly, and I doubt she could put a name to my face. Please help. Please, please. Warmest regards, Caitlin. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something here. Okay. Caitlin is looking to give this person a thoughtful, meaningful gift. This person wouldn't recognize her in a crowd. So she's kind of, she Caitlin's thinks. been watching Caitlin from thinks. afar yeah. and feels invisible. I feel like this professor might be in danger. Oh, wow. you think that this might be like a... Caitlin is... Like maybe 
like shocking a type desperately situation. seeking Susan situation <laughs> what here. Is, what happens in desperately seeking Susan? Uh, I think it's Madonna, right? And she like uh, somebody dresses up like her, or she dresses up like the other person. I don't <laughs> oh, know. Oh, interesting. Isn't that what that movie's about? <laughs> You're the only person in this know. rainstorm that knows. That would, yeah, I have no idea. But it's it does feel that one or there's. Yeah, fairly certain. It's like, you know, where somebody's like watching the person and they're like, I'm going to act like that person and be their friend and then they want to like turn into them. But I don't think that's what Caitlin's saying. (laughs) I think Kayla just, I'm sure that this professor knows who Caitlin is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if she's had this big of an impact on her. Yeah. And, you know, what a wonderful thing. Every, you have to assume that any teacher or professor, especially at that level, their whole goal is to inspire somebody. I would hope. So I would just say even just a card just where like, you wrote, you inspired me. This, the, uh, you know, the, this thing that you did inspired me to do X, Y, Z, and that really means a lot. That's a, that's uh, a nice, and, thoughtful uh, thing. I think that uh, that would be a very thoughtful thing. And, it, you know, from the heart also, you know, yeah, it's not like you have to read their mind on what the perfect gift would be that isn't too ostentatious. You know, it's just a card. Right. You know, a card that is uh, is nice. Maybe a picture of you and her <laughs> that, that, you've, see, that, you've, that you've put together with like... Kind of you know, like uh, cut, cut out. out. Yeah. And like, like you it. and her together. And, you've you know, taken maybe... a picture of her from afar. And then maybe like cut make a copy of that and cut out like the eyes and the nose and then mix them yours together <laughs> as like your child and say like this would be our child and then <laughs> maybe just leave it on the desk on just the leave it on the desk <laughs> well let's, uh, you don't have to leave it on the desk we know yeah. you know where she lives yeah 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 put it <laughs> stab it into her tire with a butcher knife <laughs> leave it there on one of your many passes by her house <laughs> hop out of the bus and uh, put it on her windshield or something <laughs> yeah her heart will melt. Hire a bum. To Just hire somebody to kind of stumble over there and throw it through her window. I mean, Tied you want to... brick. There are so many ways to Those deliver all, a gift. Obviously, we're joking. Um, uh, uh, you but... might be, but I think this is excellent advice for Caitlin. Caitlin is ready to take the next step with this uh, professor, take their relationship to another level. Mm. Something comes crashing through the window in the middle of the night. Yeah. This professor's never going to forget Caitlin. You're right. And Caitlin then doesn't have to pursue her path. She'll probably be headed to prison or something. Yeah. There's, uh, I don't see anything wrong with that gift. I, of course, you can also just sit, uh, write a, a thoughtful card. I think so. What's that? What's that? Uh, papaya or whatever it is. Oh, they got great cards at Target. The papaya people. You are... spend like forty dollars on the card. <laughs> it's got some beads on the front. Yeah. Papi- is that what a papyrus? Papyrus. I remember yeah. papyrus because I think that may have been like one of the last stores I was in before the pandemic, and they were going out of business. Oh no! I think that they're now kind of a Target exclusive brand. I think so. The oh, retail okay. stores no longer exist. Oh man! So Caitlin, go to Target and get the papyrus card. They got tons of those them. cards are entirely like too a, expensive. A, yeah, it's like a dog riding a skateboard, three D, you <laughs> right. know, layered with like a velvet. It's like vest a pop on. You're like, wow, look at this. <laughs> yeah, those are they're entirely too eyes. much. But that you know, when you want to show somebody ca- you care, you just spend, write it. Just Use your write words. it. Use your words. The teachers love to hear it. <laughs> Colton, excellent, excellent. We answered Caitlin's question perfectly. She can't complain. Her professor's going to just be over the moon about whatever option she chooses. 
and now I've got these Christmas lights. There you go. And, uh, you know, I'm going to load up on colorful lights uh, post-Christmas with the clearance sales. Next year, I'll be completely, or this upcoming Christmas, what are we even talking about? The next time I need Christmas lights, they're all going to be colored. And the boring white ones I can, I guess, save for a summer party. That seems like something you can put out for a summer party. Yeah, brought bus, yeah have a nice magical. Party. I'm so happy to have them, and I've had a wonderful time with you. It's been a blast. Thanks and, for having me. Uh, thank you for being here. And listener, it's raining. I, I hope this hasn't uh, upset you too much, but I, I think it's kind of nice. You kind of got a nature sound for free on this episode. Nothing to complain about. And it is the end of the podcast, so... I hope you can move on with your day and move into this new year, and hopefully it's not too horrible of a year. We'll see what happens. I'll talk to you soon. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by Liana Squillacci. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? When I invited you here I thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!